surprised and handsome fella, right? Sure. I'd do him. What do you guys think of Pierce? What do you guys think of Pierce? I love Pierce. Pierce. Pierce is hot. He's hot, man. He's hot. He is I hot. I think he's handsome. I don't know if I'm hot, but I think he's he handsome. He is hot, handsome, he's handsome sexy, he's... and he's handsome. All right. It's Dace in the Broccoli family. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, kids, eat your vegetables. Yes. He's smooth. Bond fucks good. Yeah. You know, and that makes him mad, I guess. I too would be mad. <laughs>
This is a two. movie we just dive right into. You don't want to hear my... Oh, yeah. Sorry. I kind of just blanked when you said that. Sorry. Let's okay. uh, we can let, uh, do your thing, man. Sorry. My bad. Okay. <laughs> I just kind of went autopilot there. All right. So I was saying... So there is like kind of like a podcast feature. They call it the MI6 data streaming. Ooh. It was just like fucking stupid. It's basically like the pop-up bullshit when you're watching it. Like the pop-up facts. So... Fun fact. Yeah, basically. Um, I did not write all these down because some of them were fucking stupid. Like okay. one of the facts in the beginning when the three dudes were surfing on the, the coast of <laughs> North Korea um, <laughs> was uh, Ian Fleming tried surfing in his mid to late 50s and it was harder than he thought. So like, That's not like, a fact. Like, That's like, not funny. Yeah, That's I know. Not That's even what like... I mean. It's like when you start with that, I'm like, oh, this might be rough. <laughs> It's like, oh, uh, Harley Gifford is bad at basketball. It's like, that's not really a fun fact. You know? yeah, we knew that. Yeah, it's I like, just, yeah. There was I no looked at him. Being. He was white. I didn't think so. Yeah, yeah. there's no way. We did the math. Uh, but a couple things I did find funny, uh, or fun, or whatever. Birds of the West Indies is a book he picks up in that Cuban guy's office. That is a fun fact. In Havana. That's where Ian Fleming got the name. The author of that book was James Bond, a mm-hmm. guy named James Bond. And that's where he got the name for the character. So that's kind of cool. Um, the masseuse mm. in the uh, the Hong Kong hotel was going to be cast. I, I believe her name's pronounced Michelle Yeoh. Um, and it is like she was the girl from Tomorrow Never Dies. Okay. The you know the Asian one that she was he a ran around with, and so the Chinese intelligence. Okay. One, and so they were going to cast her as the masseuse, have that connection, but she wasn't available. Uh, Roger Moore's daughter was the flight attendant when Bond Very was cool. on the plane, which is pretty cool, I think. I, and after doing a double take and hearing that, you could definitely see a little bit of the Roger Moore face in there. And I was almost kind of expecting like the Roger Moore eyes. I know that was something we talked a bit yeah, about, yeah. you know, where it was like yeah. that weird kind of side glance. Yeah. Was hoping we could have seen that, but. I mean, she did get a little like. I don't know. He's like, you're lucky. I like it shaking. She was kind of, she kind of had like a. Mm-hmm. It was her own version, maybe. You yeah. Know? Doing this for dad. Yeah. A little toned down. Yeah. But not as yeah, her, just, her just own nice version. that she got a little, little cameo in there. That's yeah. Fun. Um, and then the other cameo of someone, an, an older actor with the series, Desmond Llewellyn. We talked about this. He died. I don't think we said how he died Who's last that? time. He was the old Q. There we go. And, uh, so apparently he had died in 1999, which was like a couple months after um, Tomorrow Never Dies. <sighs> R.I.P. Yeah. And uh, he apparently died in a car crash mm. on his way to a book signing. Oh. Like two months after Tomorrow Never Dies. And I was like, fuck, that's so that's What sad. a bummer. Yeah. It's tragic. Um, so his son, Justin Llewellyn, who apparently called horse races and stuff. Did he die in a horse race? <laughs> <laughs> no. He died of like a heart attack in 2012, I think. Lame. Uh, at 59. Um, it's, he's allegedly... Is this the fun fact? <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah, so all the Llewellyn men are dead. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, but apparently he was an extra in the sword fighting scene mm-hmm. somewhere. I couldn't fucking find him. I, I kept an eye out. I didn't see him. Yeah, so, but maybe it was a guy apparently got, he was there. Maybe it was a guy who got the newspaper... Could be. Yeah, yeah that'd be interesting. I didn't um, really see his face. He kind of was just like right. flabbergasted. That's a good, that's a good British I was word. Either, flabbergasted. Yeah. I was either, this is a bunch of poppycock. 
I was either thinking it was that guy or maybe there's like two dudes in the white polos walking down the hall when mm-hmm. they're sword fighting and they're both kind of like, oh, I thought maybe the bald one was him because the dude okay. was bald. Sure. But, I, you know, obviously I couldn't. So anyway, and then apparently, do you know what Q stands for? And I think you saw the special feature, so don't say it. Do I know what Q stands for? Yeah. Um, well, there's a lot of words that come to mind when I think of Q. Um, not a lot of them start with Q. But I, one got, of them yeah, I was going to say, I got like five, I think. Yeah, I, I could probably produce. come up with a few, but what is it? Quartermaster. Oh, yeah. Which that, by definition that sounds... is military officer responsible for, for providing quarters, rations, clothing, and other supplies. So what's M? Like master? Master! Yeah, it's, it's, master! <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. I didn't write that one down. Sorry. I it's, mean, yeah, uh, yeah. You can come up with... Master commander. Yeah, master sounds. You know, master sounds right, huh? I mean, don't, we don't. We don't need a whole lot of. Get a little Google search on that one. I mean, oh, it didn't even start typing. Come on. What do you think M stands for? That is like, not what M stands for. Maverick. Maverick. Yeah. Like, like it's just a, it's just the code name rather than the job title. Yeah. It sounds like a mitochondria because it's the powerhouse of. <laughs> there we go. Nice. Mitochondria. I don't think Q stands for quartermaster. I think that's a bullshit fact. Oh, that's what they said in the special. Features. That's what I'm saying. It's a real it's... life thing. Actually, in in the scene where like oh, he real was... life thing. Yeah. Well, like yeah, it, in our real, real life, life, like I, I saw okay. the evidence of it. I see. Um, but yeah. like as he was like coming down into like where they had like all the old relics and stuff, uh-huh. the old bond tools and stuff, he referred to Q as quartermaster. Oh. It's it a quick like, thing after he says, like, oh, shooting de- shooting range any day, quartermaster. Like I thought he had, like, quick. quartermaster on his door. You know, it's like, quarter. it says quartermaster, and he just, like, scribbled out, like, ordermaster. Mm. And then just had the Q, and that's why everyone was like, well, we don't really know what that stands for. So, All right, this is getting kind stupid. Like, I, I typed in the simple question. I don't know why we wouldn't just have it. So, you know, if they're going to be dicks about it. We can move on. We'll just move I'm on. We're going to go with master. I like master! That. Yeah. I like that. Mormon. Sure, Mormon, yep. Or mitochondria, all... All good, yeah. All definitely good. So Mormonism is the true religion. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, and then master is just, you know... Master. I thought you were going to do the master. Uh, master! Yeah. Uh, all right. Bad summary for this movie. I had Ooh. only had one. Do you have any off the top of your head here? Let Harley oh, go then. first, because no... Uh. Yeah. I, I like, knew this was coming. Like he's excited too. I knew this oh, was man. coming, but I still somehow wasn't ready. Do you want to hear it? mine first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I got half of mine. Okay, I said Korean man has successful plastic surgery before he meets his demise. Okay, all right, all right. Let me see. Let me. I'll kind of go on the go here. So, a British man does a world tour. Um, ah, damn it! British man does a world tour. It's something about. Okay, yeah, British man does a world tour and ends up just icing his balls. That's not very good, but anyway, fuck, that's all I got. Despite all odds, Korean space program going well. There we go, yes, I nice. like that, there we go, that's good, that's good, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's really good, yeah. He does, I mean, he goes around the world, man, like, this mm-hmm. uh, This is the first Bond movie where it was like... James Bond world tour, 20th anniversary. <laughs> yeah, really, it's like yeah. Space Jam, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, box score. We got, uh, well, I mean, we counted together because I kind of forgot. So, deaths 30, we counted 33. Mm-hmm. 
give or take, you know, so we could be wrong. Very open to being wrong there. There could be plus or minus 80 other people sure. on that plane we were unable to account for. Yeah, there was a lot of people on that plane, actually. Yeah. Explosions, we lost count at 15. Just kind of got wrapped up in the movie. That plane it blew happens. up single-handedly about 100 times. So It did. Plus, yeah. they were harnessing the power of the sun, so I'm thinking we definitely missed a few. The yeah. sun counts as an explosion, doesn't it? Yes, or, they, or Icarus counts as Every an explosion? Every shot that the sun's in, you're like, there's one explosion. There's one explosion right there. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's fair. Uh, bangs, implied or briefly shown? Bangs? Like, you mean like, like in front of bangs or banging? Oh. Um, I mean, yeah, how many bangs did he get? He was, I mean, definitely, he only dropped the... It was only it was so, only Captain Frost and and Halle Berry, right? Right. I mean that was it, right? I don't. Yeah. There's not much more banging than that. So I guess three total because Halle Berry twice and then ding 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 Frosty. Oh, that, okay, all right. Because he he got he got Jinx twice. Oh well, and I mean I Frost thought it was once. more like how many humans did he have sex with in one movie? Okay, then two. Okay, well yeah. I mean, and probably three because he probably had sex with himself a couple of times. Yeah, he probably, probably. masturbated a couple of times when he was in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do we want to count if we if Q hadn't uh, interrupted uh, uh, Money Penny at the end that that yeah, would have been another one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Four. This was a very horny. This was very. The, this was the horniest. It's early two thousands, man. No nudity, but a lot of horn. A lot of horn. Indeed, a lot yeah. of lot of lot of female back. Yeah, that's the featured part in the in Bond movies is just like, oh, look at that back. And she's that, got excellent skin. But damn, do they do it well? <laughs> they do it well. Uh, ridiculous Bond girl names. We only had one, and her name was. Do you remember? Oh, Verity. Like, no, it was like. Uh, well, I didn't count Verity. Okay, because it was less. That name's weird. It was like I count like the ones that are like going to be innuendo names or oh, just I see, like. like the... But like hers was so ridiculous. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, I remember like two of the words. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, peaceful fountains of desire. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like how is your name a fucking four word sentence? But it's a tagline. It, nice. it, it was very nice. Yeah, it was peaceful. He didn't get off with her. I really thought they were about to, you know, make. But every movie, there's that first, the first hole, the first girl, the that first girl that like, comes in. Oh, here like, we go. Yeah, and then you always, always get the you can look but you can't touch, gal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, they make it too easy. You know, they're yeah. like, hey, I'm here to suck your dick, and he's like, you've got a gun on you, don't you? <laughs> like, yeah, you do. Is that a gun on your pocket, or you? Oh, that's a gun in your pocket. <laughs> this is Hong Kong. I know there's lady boys. <laughs> Pulls down, it goes down to grab the gun, and it's, it's, it's my dick. <laughs> my dick. All right, since I'm down here. All right. <laughs> James goes gay. <laughs> All right, uh, you want to hit Bondisms? Yeah, let's hit some Bondisms. Should man. I just go with, like, rapid fire? Yeah, rapid fire. No context, just Bondisms? Yeah. Okay. It's a bit of a minefield out there. Don't blow it all at once. Saved by the bell. I'm checking out. Thanks for the kiss of life. Been busy, have we, Mr. Bond? Just surviving, Mr. Chang. Just surviving. Wow. Now there's a mouthful. Kind of reverse Bondism. Uh, you know how to handle your weapon. I have been known to keep my tip up. Can you help me? It seems I've come undone. Why not? Okay. You know, with a K. Uh, no thanks. I don't like cockfights. Qisms. I'll have you know this is where some of our most cutting-edge technology is developed. Point taken. So where is this cutting-edge stuff? Should be able to shoot through that in a couple of hours. Only took a couple seconds, Q. Wish I could make you vanish. My name is Mr. Kill. A name to die for. Vodka martini, plenty of ice, if you can spare it. I take it Mr. Bond is explaining his Big Bang Theory to you. I think I got the thrust of it. 
James, I'm going to be half the girl I used to be. The lasers. Uh, so the girl doesn't like to be tied down. So you live to die another day. They said it. Uh, you know, I've missed your sparkling personality. How's that for a punchline? Punches him in the stomach. Uh, global warming, it's a terrible thing. You know, they're harnessing the power of the sun. I can read your every move. Read this, bitch. Time to face destiny. Time to face gravity. Looks like I broke her heart. Now, you said something about going down together. The last, real quick, sorry, I'm going to cut off the bondisms here. But the last, okay, well, the whole last scene is just a constant bondism. She's like, stick it in. He's like, it's already in. And she's like, I don't feel it. He's like, it's in. (laughs) And she's like, are you sure? And he's like, you mean this diamond? It's like, what the fuck is this? I don't feel anything. I am not fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. You are a bad lover, James. Oh, wait, no, we're talking about diamonds. Yeah, that's we're right, talking diamonds. About rocks right now. Diamonds, that's what we're... Yeah, diamonds. Yeah. You can put the diamonds in me. Put the diamond back. Yeah. No, some some pretty decent bondisms in there. Some of them felt a little dry, but um, I felt like we had more in this one than we've probably had in like at least the past one or two. They so. were pleasant. They were yeah. pleasant. There yeah. was This was definitely the most bondisms in a, in a Brosnan. Yeah. Because I feel like they were a little light in the past couple. Yeah. Well, the overall, Dalton I mean, the ones blew. Yeah. And that's just in a general sense. They blew. Which one? The Dalton oh, movies. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, two yeah, of yeah. them. Yeah. I don't remember them. Sorry, I just wanted to let that marinate. Those movies were bad. I just wanted everybody to really sit in that for a second. Those were bad. Never forget. I'll have a banner or something. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Dalton's the worst. No, no. It's no. still Lazenby. It's still Lazenby. And then Dalton. I had the one and had one shot. Fucked it up. Best Bond. Favorite Bond so far. But who is it? Uh, I'm, I'm still anchored to Roger Moore. That first Roger Moore movie is still. Yeah. Is still, I think, my favorite right now. So. I, I'll be honest with you. I literally can't remember. They all blur together. In Connery, movie. Moore. I'll tell Dalton, you. Favorite Brosnan, Bond. Favorite Lazenby. Bond. Favorite Bond is Shot Connery. Still. You know, I mean, that voice, the voice is so iconic. That's yeah. really what it is. Just is how he acts. Not how, not how Sean Connery acts, but how James Bond, now how the Sean Connery's James Bond acts in those movies is fucking gold. That's how we is. interpret yeah. Sean Connery as James Bond yeah. for King and Country. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's just, to me, it's iconic. That's what I think of James Bond as. Well, and that's, that's what I was struggling with. Cause I was like, who is my favorite Bond? Like up to this point. And I was like, I mean, I like a lot that when Roger Moore came in, the movie started to take a turn for the better because mm-hmm. they weren't great in the Connery mm-hmm. days, you know, but they're still fi- just fun because yeah. it's like, what's going on here? You know, <laughs> but like, just like the fond memories of Connery, just like doing nothing, nothing for two hours. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, Sean, you got the bad guy. You fucked six women. Yeah, just it was cool. It was just great. You're fucking drunk half he the wasn't time. Human. You won't stop smoking. It was like a superhero, dude. Yeah. It was so cool. Like, I'm pretty sure smoking was never in the script for Sean Connery. No, he, he just, just did smoked it. You know? Anyways. I just, I, it might be fucking Connery for me. I don't know. <laughs> just, it was more for me for a long time. Who'd you say? You said Roger Moore? I said Roger Moore, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's the OD. Yeah, I mean, he's probably second. Yeah. Definitely He second. did the like most said, it, movies. It, yeah. Seven. And, you know, for me, that's what I came in on. I didn't have much of the Sean Connery era, yeah. uh, you know, prior to starting in on, on Roger Moore era. So, 
Um, I, I probably just got a sweet spot for him, and that yeah, first movie also just being died. Eleven, let die is awesome, and you know we were pretty hard on Man with the Golden Gun, you know, right after Eleven, let die. But it was it was there was a drop off there, yeah. You know, but like having gone back and watched Man with the Golden Gun, uh, kind of recently, I was like, okay, this actually wasn't that bad a movie. It was just the you know recency bias. Yeah, you get that comparison. Let die, and it was you know. Mm. So I feel like a dick because we kind of tore that one apart a little bit. So that's fine. as I feel like a dick on most of the ones because we kind of tore most of them apart. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, you know that's you know. kind of the, the par for the course, man. You know these yeah. fucking movies they suck. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. this movie wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. There was I I don't know what I think of the story because. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this is North Korea, then, like, was that general guy supposed to be, like, Kim Jong-un? No, no I think you know they got I mean? generals, probably. You know, uh, like, they got generals? Yeah, I think so. They yeah. just, like, run the country, kind of? Did he run the country? Or, like, the, kind like, of the militaries, I guess? Yeah, I mean, like, you know. Yeah, there's, I'm sure there's some head of military, you know, and shit. You know kind of thing. But so. isn't the whole thing with North Korea, like, you got to run everything by... You know, well, he probably. Reports, I don't. I don't know if you know about to the head honcho. You know, yeah. I, I feel like it's how most done. government systems are. Is they still have their figurehead they run shit by. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that would have been like Kim Jong Il or whatever. Who was it in two thousand two? Was that Kim Jong Un? Yeah, either that or. Yeah. Kim Wait. The, okay, the guy right now is Kim Jong Un, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Kim when Jong-il. did he come in? Hey Siri, when did Kim Jong Un become uh, the Lord Commander of North Korea? <laughs> Series gonna be 2011? like Okay, so then oh, wow. I okay, guess so it would have been Kim Jong Il. I guess in two thousand two, twelve years ago, but so probably so yeah, it was Kim Jong Il. Kim Jong Il, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just seems interesting to me, and that this the, the this father son relationship would mean that much in North Korea because I was pretty sure like just the that that one leader means everything in North mm-hmm. Korea, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he's got his poster everywhere. You gotta think he's probably pretty pretty cool you know what i mean yeah like i didn't see one poster you know no. when they were in korea you know no. <laughs> didn't see a poster like it fucking matters okay so anyway <laughs> <laughs> um so right off the bat we're yeah. in, we're in korea you know bond's you know doing some he's he's posing as some smuggler for diamonds or some Naturally. black market guy sure. you know and uh you know, it's just like the the first things. It's like, of course, Bond can surf. Cool. Bond can uh, do yeah, everything, like, yeah. except he doesn't know diamonds that well until probably this movie. Probably this movie. They yeah. don't really mention it. This movie. He read a book. That was the only thing Connery ever admitted he didn't know. Was he was like, I don't know diamonds that well. Did he? Did he <laughs> yeah, did he diamonds are forever. Yeah. Oh, did he? Okay. Like, He's like, well, diamonds aren't my expertise. And then M was like excited. He's like, finally, this fucking know it all. Shut up. Yeah. He- Pulling out a fucking book full of butterflies, like that's a, a, a strictly Amish. It's like, yeah, you mother, how do you know that? <laughs> that was Lazenby. Oh, that was Lazenby. That was the butterfly expert. Like, yeah, yeah of course funny. you're a butterfly expert, right. Lazenby. So yeah, he's fucking surfing. He's, he's sur- surfing. He surfs in, he's fucking smuggling. He's yeah, he's smuggling. They got a little Lao Zhao Lao. Which one is it a Z or an L? I don't remember. I think anyway, it was a Z. Korean actor one. Is it Zhao? <laughs> yeah. Diamond Face, yeah, Diamond as he Face. will soon be known as. Let's just call him Diamond Face. You know yeah. what? That's kind of cooler. <laughs> yeah, it is a little cooler. Yeah, like a like a like the main villain of just some like it's like a that's like a super villain fucking it Diamond, is, yeah, Face. Diamond Face. Diamond cool. Face. Kind of looks like the thing, but it's with like a, diamonds. It's like a Batman villain. You yeah, know what I mean, 
Yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of Two Face though, probably. So. Yeah. Yeah. Think anyway. of think of the thing, but with diamonds. Oh, man, that sounds like. That sounds like one of those like, Marvel spinoff movies, you know, where they're like enter the, the multi- enter the multiverse type the of shit. You know thing. what I mean? It's mm. like yeah. Let's make let's make the whole rule the world. <laughs> that's actually a real storyline. Anyway, let's not get off fucking topic. What are <laughs> yeah, you talking yeah. about? So Bond can surf, and then he gets busted, and then, you know, chaos ensues, mm-hmm, and then naturally. he just, like, commandeers a hovercraft, and he's like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. Number one, hovercraft. hovercrafts are a thing. Hovercrafts are a thing. <laughs> in, uh, Even well, in 2002? I was about to say 2001, 2002. So. Yeah, it seems like a late Cold War type of weapon, you know, or, yeah. you know, mode of transportation, I guess, you know? I guess I just didn't know that that was normal, you know? What do you mean? If you if you asked me before having watched this movie, like, hey, are, are hovercrafts a thing? I was in my hovercraft. I'd be like, shut the fuck up, you fucking asshole. Well, I don't think, I mean, you weren't driving a hovercraft it yesterday. Really count. We call it a hovercraft, but it's just like a fucking an inflatable fucking tube thing, you know? It's definitely real. I remember being a kid. I remember being a kid and being like, oh, those are cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, they're definitely a thing. But and I remember them being called hovercrafts. But I do also remember being a kid, and being like, "That's not a fucking hovercraft." I mean, it was just hovering. It wasn't setting the landmines off. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. I don't think. Does it work like that? Supposedly, Which part, the landmines I mean, or the hovercraft. Well, the hovercraft Neither. works. The hovercraft works. I guess I don't know. Let's not. Know. I'm not a fucking scientist guy. They were talking about it like the teachers and shit, and they were like. It was actually pretty hard to get a hovercraft stunt driver. It's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's like only like 12 people in the world got a even license to drive a yeah. hovercraft. And then even those guys are like, well, I'm not comfortable doing stunts in it. Yeah, I'm they're going to take away my license. <laughs> they should have went to, this is my living. They should have went to like Louisiana. They would have found some dude in the swamp that's like, Man, I'll fucking rip one of them motherfuckers around. I got the fastest hovercraft in the bayou. Fastest hovercraft in the bayou. What was it, a Billy Bob or whatever? Yeah, Billy Bob. He got the fastest hovercraft in all Louisiana. Yeah, but Billy Bob's dead. Yeah, R.A.P. Billy Bob. (laughs) J.W. Peppers. J.W. Peppers alive and well and traveling the world. Love it. Yeah. Good for him. I hope he enjoys retirement. Uh, Also, just a great intro to a villain. Our our intro to our main villain in this Mm -hmm. movie was just he's like beating the shit out of what looks like a punching bag and then there's a dude in it very cool and it was his anger therapist so i just i thought that was funny very 2002 we're just starting to figure out like how the how the brain works a little bit you know we're like let's let's do a little therapy no let's beat the shit out of that guy the silliest part about it though is that somebody bothered to be like yeah let's get him a therapist and then he had to have engaged him at some point be like "Mm, i'm gonna kick the shit out of him i think Let's yeah. get him. Let's throw him in a bag. Oh, that was his. That was his statement to me. He was like, I'll "Teach you to lecture me." Yeah. Give me a new anger therapist. And that's the thing. He's like, I need help, but not that kind. Not that guy. I'm not willing to take criticism. I need more of a yes man. Yeah. Um. I gotta make this phone call real quick. Okay. Sorry. That's cool. Should we pause it? I don't want to talk about the song without you. Okay. You want to fill the time? Yeah, we can do a tasteful cut in this anyway. So, you know, yeah, as long as true. we have some dialogue piece that flips us back to the other side of the camera. Yeah. So what do you want to say? Uh, Did you get to watch uh, Last of Us? 
Not yet. I wanted to play the game a little bit before I did it. That's know? fair. As long as you get like probably like an hour or two into the game, you'll at least have that first episode covered. Um, but that first episode's like an hour and 20 minutes. They did an extended thing. Most episodes should be 50 minutes. But episode one was like an hour and 20 minutes. Did you like it? Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll actually see a lot, especially if that's like kind of fresh on your brain, kind of that intro, especially like before the time skip. Um, there'll be a, a little bit of a time skip. Um but like scenes from prior to that time skip that we'll see in the TV show um, are framed like almost exactly the same. Like, you know, camera angles, like where people are looking, like you can almost put them on top of each other and it'd be the same thing. Um, yeah. I appreciate stuff like that quite a bit when it's like, you know, when you do like a live interpretation of it and it can like almost exactly mirror like what the original media was. It's like what it should be. Yeah. You know, that's what kind of gets me with uh i mean sometimes you take artistic liberties and whatever you know i mean that's just part of making a show yeah and like you know some things wouldn't flow as well like i mean because like a lot of people get mad about how the walking dead was like when people change shit from the com when they change shit from the comics yeah because a lot of people were really into the comics i never read them personally but um i don't know i mean i i think sometimes it's necessary but i mean if like, I know a lot of people... Do, I mean, anyone I talked to that played Halo, that watched that Halo show, was not really that much of a fan. Yeah. You know, they were like, well... What, I mean, I, you know, continuity issues, I get. I mean, things that didn't line up from the game and the show. And I think some like of that. that's really got to come from either the people producing the show and setting that expectation. Like, before you even, like, do your trailer or anything, like, set that expectation of... This is going to be a reinterpretation of the story for a TV audience. This is not going to be Halo, the games you played, the comic books you've read, the books you've read in a TV show. This is going to be our interpretation of the Halo series for a TV audience. And, yeah. and I feel like setting that expectation should be done prior to really releasing any of that material so the audience knows... I'm essentially watching a multiverse spinoff rather than, um, you know, what I grew up with. Yeah. Talking about Halo now? Well, just like the general of like a, when you do like a, a movie, a TV adaptation of like a comic book, a video game, sure. anything along that type of media, and how there's usually reinterpretations, rewriting of stories, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry. So the song. Me. I'm sorry oh, about good. that. Excuse me. It happens. So the song, what did you think of the song? What did you think of the song, Jason? It didn't seem like it fit to me personally. I felt that way as well. It was very poppy and lighty, and it didn't really have like any like thematic or emotional impact, mm. kind of what we had seen so far. I feel like usually they do a good job of connecting it. A little movie. bit, but like everything just felt like it was like this techno, like kind of like higher, you know, pitch, just nonsense. And I mean, the song itself, I don't necessarily have an issue with just its placement as our opening theme here. I didn't mind it. Yeah, I mean, as a song itself, whatever. It reminded me of like the video games a little bit. It felt like a video game. Yeah. Which I liked. I liked that. Plus, you see him getting the shit beat out of him in the background. It's like, all right, you know, it makes it a little bit nicer. <laughs> a little background you know. torture sequence. Yeah, no big I mean, that's deal. That's cool. That's cool. I kind of like this. Is this our first time seeing Bond get tortured? I feel like it was the first time we've seen him get tortured. Pretty much. Which is kind of, you know, that's cool. 
Yeah. There's a there's a big torture scene coming up in Casino Royale. So. You know which one I'm talking about? No. <laughs> You're scratching my balls. Anyway, that's I wouldn't from scratch that. your balls. No. no, I mean I'm saying that's the quote from Casino Royale. I see. Just as a little preview. So. Anyway. Uh, so <laughs> supposedly, so Bond, you know, they make a trade for him. They trade Diamond Face for him in Korea. And there's two parts of my DVD, by the way, that cut out because it's a secondhand DVD. So if I miss anything, if we miss anything, just blame it on my Skippy DVD. Just FYI. So anyway, Bond is back at MI6, uh, Hong Kong branch, I guess. Hong Kong. They got branches everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, worldwide exports, right? Or universal exports, yep. excuse me. Um, just wait until the multiverse movie. <laughs> yeah. Universe. Multiverse <laughs> exports. Multiverse exports, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so Bond is locked in this room, and supposedly it was written in that these flashbacks of torture as he's calming down and lowering his heart rate to nothing... He's he supposedly used that while he was being tortured to survive the torturing, which I'm not sure how that helps you really. Yeah, I don't know if that's like I'm going to make myself pass out kind of thing because my heart right. rate is so low or if that somehow makes pain not travel to my brain quite as much kind of thing. But Or if they just go like, why well, beat a dead horse? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, he's, he's already out of it. Well, why would we do more? Yeah. I mean, you want to stay calm. Right, yeah. Stay calm so you can survive. But I gotta that's say, really low. If they're running in with the defibrillators and smacking you with that, that's yeah. you're dead. Well, yeah, he. But they said cardiac arrest. He know? killed so, himself. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, it's ridiculous. Get help. <laughs> yeah. No, so, um, you know, I, yeah. I I think it's number one. I think it is kind of impressive given all of the sequences of him getting the shit beat out of him that he's in as decent of a shape as he is. By the time he is like, all right, you're good to go. We're going to trade you. Yeah. Because like, he looked pretty fine outside of being grizzled. Obviously, he hadn't lost much weight or anything. Yeah, well fed, apparently. I'd say so. he gained weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you don't have time to, you know, you're just getting tortured and then sleeping all the time, right? What, so, do, you think he's, what do you think he's eating in the North just, Korean torture chamber? Bread. They're just, they're just, yeah, just bread? fatten him up. Probably you know what? Rice. Well, that's part of the, that's part of the uh, torture, right? Is Bond's like, well, you know, I'd like to stay in shape. And they're like, mm. carbs only. Carbs. And then he can't do any running or anything. Because it's like, nope, you're eating bread. And then we're putting your head in the fucking ice water again. It's and then so we're going to beat you. Yeah, 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 he's so yeah. bloated from all those carbs. That's all. Just carbs and water. He's retaining all. You and know they what? Throw a bunch of salt on the bread, and then oh. they retain the water. You know what? That's the long just con, though. If 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 they had spent all fourteen months just fattening James up, he would have been useless. Even right. if they made the trade, that would have been the permanent damage necessary to get uh, James out of the business. Exactly. That's the perfect way. I mean, that's a perfect like torture right there. Actually, yeah. they figured it out. I mean, think about how much weight you could gain across fourteen months. Yeah, that's rough. That was undervalued torture method. So he uses that uh, <laughs> this newfound skill from Korean prison to lower his heart rate to nothing, and then the guys come in to defibrillate him or whatever. Is that is that correct thing? To, that correct yeah. thing yeah. to say? Yeah. Okay. And he grabs the defibrillators and shocks them with it, and then mm. of course the nurse is just like so enamored with James Bond, and he just goes, "I'm checking out." 
thanks for the kiss of life. Mwah. And uh, she just looks at him with desire. You know, it's like, Very okay. Desirable. She's like, cool. take me on this bed in front of my colleagues. Yeah. Take me with your hairy nipples, Pierce. Yeah. I mean, James. Very, very, ha- very, very hairy, hairy man. Looks like a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> very hairy man. You are hairy like animal. <laughs> yeah. Um, Damn. I gotta take this call, man. Okay. That's cool. So, <laughs> hairy like animal, and uh, fuck, where were we exactly? Okay, so the torture, torture. He defibrillated our people. He said the the bondism line. Yeah, he jumps in the water. Goes, you know, swims swam seemingly a long way, but looked, whatever. Looked pretty far. Yeah. Um, apparently, there's a seaside hong kong hotel that he's a regular at Mm -hmm. and was able to be identified from the rear in his pajamas and oh what i was gonna say i remember i was gonna say before he said he had to take a phone call um he pierce did not grow his hair out for that oh was that actually a wig it was a wig yeah it looks kind of natural on him yeah i mean they did a good job yeah so anyway that's fun um, not that that mattered. I just brought the whole thing down, actually. No, you're good. We should just... <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, he has... There's a two-way mirror. This is where we meet uh, Peaceful Fountains of Desire. God. Uh, which, you know, we, we've been taking a little slow on some of the Bond names recently, I feel. Um, what was the last one in, uh, in Tomorrow Never Dies? Excuse me, I just realized I've fucked up the uh which one he worked with the chinese intelligence girl in that was in the world is not enough tomorrow never dies he's with there uh, there's a girl with another dirty name but uh anyway i just realized i messed that up so i felt i had to say that you're good anyway. well we'll put an asterisk in that'll be corrected later um anyhow so there's a two-way mirror he meets peaceful fountains of desire she goes, you know, hey, get on the bed, face down, ass up, I'm going to give you a massage. Mm-hmm. And she didn't say ass up. And then he frisks her, basically. She's got a he, gun on He sexually assaults this woman. A little bit, but only to find the gun. Sure. I don't know. He was kissing up her neck and stuff, so. Yeah. The, the dick gun? Yeah. So, uh, grabs the gun, throws an ashtray into the mirror. I would have just loved... If there didn't end up being a yeah, he just, mirror, like there's nobody on the other side. Better yet, there's like two mirrors and they're only behind one of them. So they hear it shattering and then they all kind of like flinch and like look at each other real quick. Like, is he going to break this one too? Oh boy. Be quiet. Or if it's just a mirror going into the next room. Oh yeah. <laughs> like they're both, they're both mirrors and just the other side of the hotel rooms. And then you just see like the head like just, tilt over. And- yeah. Somebody's just trying to like eat dinner. Like. Hi. Anyway, so he gets apparently the hotel owner's Chinese intelligence. Everybody's so, somebody. Everyone's someone in this in these movies. These people must have the most chaotic day jobs. Yeah. So, uh, then the destination is apparently Havana, on some island where Diamond Face is gonna get plastic surgery. And be a white guy just like his buddy that fell over the cliff. Yep. 
So that's the dream. <laughs> Every Asian wants to be a white guy. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> you didn't redact it at all. You're just like, I was just yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, because so, and now we're in Havana because we have to have a destination, right? Yeah. Uh, which was also shot in Spain. So there's that. Um, then, uh, he meets our main gal of the movie, Jinx, Halle Berry. Uh, looking good. Damn. And, uh, they, (laughs) a lot of sexual, a lot of awkward sexual tension immediately. Yeah. And um, they very much both wanted each other, but they were very like high school awkward flirting at each other with it. Yeah. I just watched birds. And he's like, I'm orth- orth- fuck. What's that word? Orthologist? Ornithologist. There Ornithologist. Ornithologist. And then she looks down and she goes, wow, that's a mouthful. It's like, wow. Okay. Really on the Get, nose there. Getting right to it, huh? Um. And then they're doing it, and uh, almost instantly, almost yeah. And they it's probably dark. didn't even make it back inside before they started. It's dark. There's a lot of sweat, and then she, he's like missing the touch of a good whoop and woman, and he pulls. She pulls out a knife, and she's like, "Who said I'm good?" And she cuts up a piece of fruit. And I'm like, where? Where did this knife, knife come from? Where did this fruit come from? A lot of problems with that one. Yeah. And then he takes the knife, and we don't really see what he does with it. I don't know if he just, like, tosses it, it away, but, but... They eat the fruit, and they just... They don't... It doesn't bother him. He just... They just go right back to banging. Yeah. He's like, I like a dangerous girl. Yeah. Damn James. Well, you gotta think. He hasn't got his nut in in 14 months. It, look, yeah. And James Bond is not the masturbating type. He goes, I'm above. I don't masturbate. No. <laughs> I... <laughs> I am made to come. (laughs) (laughs) So anyhow, um, he goes, he finds Diamond Face. Turns out, Jinx is a spy too, and they're both after Diamond Face. Uh, But James finds him first. Um, Oh, did I count the doctor in the death count? Yes, I did. You did. Okay. Yeah, we probably missed a couple on the death count, though, honestly. But... Goes in there, finds Diamond Face, and uh, for whatever reason, squeezing that IV bag. Is that a thing? Is that a thing? You squeeze the IV bag and just an immediate like reaction oh, of oh no! It's I mean, it's it's like his balls were in that bag somehow, and he was you know just squeezing. I'm like oh yes. I mean, because is it like is it like if you squeeze it, like it's getting pumped in the veins faster? Like is that a thing? Well, and that's kind of what I was thinking is you know it's it's if you're squeezing it that pressure you're taking up the air in there which means it's going to be sending whatever fluids through his body and most likely that's either helping him or numbing the pain so i don't really understand why this was hurting him or being uncomfortable in any kind of way yeah yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense to Uh, me but yeah i don't know hospitals or doctors or ivs we're not medical professionals nope i watched a couple episodes of house though good good you're qualified to be on the podcast. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the only qualification I've ever looked for. It's convenient. Um, so yeah, they have a little fight, and I was just—I mean, this is me. You know, if you're going to be a dick about it, right? He snagged this little bullet 
off of Diamond Face's chest. You know, it's got a little necklace on with a bullet, and then the bullet opens up. There's diamonds in it. I guess that thing wasn't metal because they turn on the MRI machine. Yeah, and, everything you know, metal flew over to it. Which is how he got the gun out of Diamond Face's hand. And you know what? Honestly, like with as lightweight as it was, they could have at least made it like float over to the side or something, even yeah. if it didn't like choke him and make him fall over or something. Well, I mean, because James had it. Yeah. So I'm just saying like it would have like, you know, I, I think James wouldn't have it. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know is that it would have just blown off altogether. Yeah. Anyway, unless James is really strong. Well, you know, he's, he's so strong. From all those carbs. <laughs> a lot of stored energy. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing was, you know, oh, yeah. And the other thing with him being strong, he goes in the one dude's room that who's, who's kind of being an asshole at the bar the previous day because he needed an excuse to get on the island into the hospital or whatever. Just knocks on the dude's door. He's like, <laughs> he's like I don't need a wheelchair. One punch, and this dude is out. For the length of time that it takes to wheel the guy out of the hotel, take a ferry ride over to the other island, wheel him out, wheel him into a hospital, and then push him into a wall in front of a bunch of nurses so that they all crowd. Yep. So and, that's one hell of a punch. And I'm going to safely say it. That man is dead. I do not think he was passed out. I think James one-hit-wondered this guy. Apparently. And he was carting around a dead body this whole time. Maybe it was a... Poison dart in between the knuckles type mm-hmm. thing, you know, who knows? But anyway. Apparently James is really strong. Oh yeah. So um Yeah, and then after that, there's I don't know. I don't really have a lot of notes up until we get to um him going to that secret underground MI six base with the cube branch down there. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, just to fill in the blank, you know. And if you have any comments as I fill in the blank here, you know, he goes to back to London and, you know, Gustav Graves is there and he's this big diamond guy and businessman and we all care very much. Yeah. All this other shit. Right. But he's like, oh, he's got conflict diamonds that he's saying are not conflict diamonds. And so, um, you know, and then he walks in there and he's like, <laughs> conflict diamonds. And then guy's like, well, let's sword fight. And they have a big dick fest. Big dick fest. James wins, of course. Naturally. And uh, then he gets a notice from, you know, that one guy. And uh, all of a sudden he's meeting up with them and Q. And Q, so this is kind of cool. So, And they were saying in the special features how they wanted to have a lot of the stuff from the older Bond movies, the gadgets and whatnot. So we had the uh, the shoe from, uh, I think her name was Colonel Kleb from Russia with Love. You know, it was, a, it was a knife with like a, you know, poison on it. And so you get kicked and it's like, ow, it's a knife. But then also you're poisoned and you die. Right. And then James' briefcase from that movie that had like a little knife popping out the side. Everyone's very cool. armed in that one. And I believe on some of the shelves in the back, there's only like one angle I feel like you see it. But I think it's the thing called the Lecter. Laser. <laughs> Laser. Lecter. Um, I believe it's that Lecter that's on a shelf back there. Um, 
so those couple three things from from Russia with Love. We see the alligator, like the fake alligator from Octopussy, as well as uh, the little plane he flew, and the little rope that was supposed to stand up for Q. Yeah, and that's when Bond said, you know, having trouble keeping it up, Q. Ha ha ha! Classic so, James. Yeah. And, yeah, a lot, and, a lot of cool shit stuffed in there. And the jetpack from Thunderball and the cello from The Living Daylights. Yeah. So. I wonder how much of that stuff they had, like, in a storage closet somewhere and how much it was like a, hey, I, I know you have this. Can you bring it in so we can shoot this scene kind of thing? Yeah. Have to imagine some of that shit just left with somebody. But. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what else we really wanted to have seen? I mean. That's the thing. I mean, most most like gadget stuff is pretty disposable, yeah. or it's like in the car. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Or it's like you know a watch or a ring or you know something small like that, like an accessory. So yeah, um, they they've probably got you know kind of the major things that can be on display and would be noticeable in just like a a scene shooting around the room. Ooh, excuse me, it is getting late. Can't stop yawning. Um, yeah, so that was a cool scene. And we're introduced to the the Aston Martin Vanquish, that also you know turn is can't has invisible capabilities. Yeah, and so that was that was pretty cool. And that car is just fucking awesome. And um, you know, so he's off to Iceland. Because why not? Because why not? Uh, and the Ice Hotel is probably like visually my favorite setting from a Bond movie. Um. You know, I know he goes to other countries, and we're on beaches, and we see these views of the water and the buildings, but, like... Just the idea of this big-ass building made out of ice, yeah. you know, just this, like, crafted thing, and uh, just, like, all the scenes within it, it just looks fucking cool. And, number one, it does look very, like, this is, like, a villain pad a little bit, you know what I mean? Just the idea of, I've got this bougie-ass place out in the middle of the ice, um, you know, that just that just screams, I'm a bad guy kind of thing, but... Um, just the aesthetic. Everything's just like this cool blue made out of ice. There's like, you know, smoke and steam, you know, coming off of everything. It's just yeah. a dynamite aesthetic. Yeah, well, and like that kind of goes back to, I think it was Spy Love Me, which I think you missed. But like just that concept of, you know, there's got to be like the supervillain contractor. You know, it's just like, okay, so I'm going to need, <laughs> you know, and like this guy just always gets the most ridiculous fucking requests and he's just like, out of ice. Like, it's <laughs> well, yeah, the, yeah, it's exactly that, but it's like the final request too. So it's like, I need this, this, and this, and all these things. And I need the whole thing to be made out of ice. Yeah. And the contractor's like writing things down and he just stops and he's like, the fuck do you mean made out of ice? <laughs> yeah. Like all professionalism just went out the window, and he's like, "You fucking serious?" Yeah, he's like, "There's ice everywhere. What's the problem? You've got your materials." <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. The them talking about in the special features how it was made, how they did the set was pretty cool too, um, because they kind of built like a steel structure. Apparently, there's a Albert R. Broccoli 007 soundstage. And, you know, and so that itself is kind of cool. Like, so apparently they've done a bunch of this Bond shit there. Sure. Um, but apparently they make a big, this thing with, like, steel and everything inside. And then all these walls that they kind of painted 
uh, like a sugar glass on there and then it hardens and then they're going around and they're like waxing everything so it gives it that like shiny texture and everything makes it look like it's yeah yeah so the fucking hours that went into that i can't imagine yeah um so yeah that shit pretty sweet um and then you know james kind of you know fucks about for a little while Around there's the there's always got to be like a dedicated amount of just ah James is doing James stuff for a little bit. Yeah, he's like I'm gonna go to the party, get a couple bondisms in, a couple innuendos, might bag a gal, maybe two. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna investigate something. I'm gonna snoop around a little bit. You know, and of course he's got the invisible car, so he's like. I don't even know what the significance of him pulling the car up to that uh, <laughs> that place next door was. Yeah. You know, it's like, what, what are you going to... What does that help us here? Yeah, because then he's just like sneaking up and looking out the windows anyway. It's like your room's just in the next building. You don't need to drive... Are you going to drive four feet to the next building? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I don't know why he was doing that, but... Also extremely lucky that it is just all ice and no snow involved. So there's no tracks of... His car very clearly being invisible and driving around, but well, that's what I was saying. Was I was like, I was like, so you're telling me that this car is fucking following them, and like within like four six feet, you know, like pretty pretty yeah. shortly behind these guys. And you know, this may be me just thinking about the everything or nothing video game, but they call it a fucking V12 Vanquish. I mean, you know how a lot of V8 is, a V12. I gotta imagine it's pretty fucking loud. You're gonna hear that coming for a while. It's a big rumble. Yeah, you know, it's just right behind you, and you just keep looking back, like, must okay, be a, must be a polar bear. I don't know. Yeah, like what? The, I don't know. As if you can't see tire tracks. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Just a lot there, uh, multiple times with that shit. And uh, you know, Jinx is in there. She's she's doing spy shit as well, and. Uh, you know, she's getting threatened and she's, yeah. I mean, James luckily comes and saves the day a little bit, um, <laughs> for once. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he gives the, and of course it's just fucking villains. You know, he's like, he's like, got uh, diamond face hands the henchman a gun, Mr. Kill. Um, name to die for name to die for. And guy goes, I'll use the laser. <laughs> Of course. Why? Yeah. Why? See, we just never kill anybody. Never. We have to have the theatric involved. Even like the sub henchmen who have very few minutes of screen time. They're like, oh no, I, I want to use the laser torture device and then I want to skin her and then I want to wear her and then I'll kill her. It's yeah. like, that's going to take weeks, buddy. <laughs> like we've got, we've got like 45 minutes left of this movie. Can you maybe just shoot her in the head? Can find just the laser. Okay, just the laser. All right, just the laser. Yeah, it becomes a negotiation yeah. all of a sudden. It's like you work for me. Can you just okay? It's okay. in the con. Look at. Right. Do I need to bring out my contract? I'll bring it out again. It says I can use the laser. It says I can use the laser. <laughs> you put it in there. I didn't. You did. I'm well within the rights of my contract. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um. And then, of course, you know, Bond gets in there, saves her. They <laughs> kill Mr. Kill. And uh, they need his handprint to 
to get out. Right. Yeah. So, so they just laser off his hand. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Open the door. Throw it aside <laughs> into and the it bushes. Just, it just has like this oddest, like the oddest, like plopping sound of this thing just being discarded. And something about it just set me off. You know, just the hand cut off. You do the scan thing, toss it aside, and you hear like this anymore. Yeah, exactly. Just you discard it. You just hear like the boom of it hitting the ground, and I was just rolling. Yeah, it was funny. So they do that. Of course, James is like, "I got some unfinished business," and he goes back upstairs. That's when he says the, you know, the title line. Yeah. I guess you live to die another day. Oh. I think my Brosnan's coming in. It, it, Brosnan's a hard one to nail down. Because he just kind of talks annoyed. I don't know. <laughs> we, uh, we, we'd probably need to spend some time. Because we can't all just be Sean Connery if we do that family But it's so sketches. it's so easy to be Sean. Although, what if we were just all Sean and then it's like, well, I'm Roger Moore today. I'm Roger like, Moore, Sean. Oh, fuck. It's like, how are we going to keep that straight? Anyway. Name um, tags. Yeah, I guess we can video it, but like we're just <laughs> sitting at a table. Re- you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. It's just one of those things, unless we want to like all get in suit. Like, I, I don't know. Anyway. It's <laughs> not the time or the place. Um, anyhow. James gets up there. He figures out who betrayed him all along was Miranda Frost, who he just banged the previous night. Uh, you know, he made her, she made him think that they're, you know, yeah. she's MI6 and yada, 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 yada. And then she gave him the cold shoulder. Yeah. You know, the frosty shoulder. The frosty shoulder. Miranda Frost. That's bad. <laughs> all right. Um, so, of course, she's like... Give us all the toys, I think is what she said. Direct quote? Or maybe something about just take all your gadgets off. And, you know, he's taking his gadgets, you know, taking the watch off. He coerces Diamond Face into uh, punching him in the stomach. He's like, I've really missed your shining personality. He's punching the stomach. He goes, How's that for a punchline? It's like, Come on, buddy. You're not Bond. Yeah. <laughs> See, everyone thought they could get like their own their own one liners in on this, but can't. No, they can't don't. Do they don't meet the criteria. No. So anyway, Bond's on the ground. That's exactly what he wanted, and uh, uses his high frequency ring, shatters the glass that they're standing on. Yeah. And that saves him. He gets out, and then uh, some of the worst fucking special effects, CGI, whatever. That I've ever seen. And then, you know, the ironic part about the whole scene is the fact that he goes, uh, you know, Moon, who's Gustav now. So that's a hard, anyway, it's a whole thing. But, you know, he still speaks Korean. And he's like, he says in Korean, kill them quietly or kill him quietly. So then they all just proceed to unload automatic weapons on him. Sure. And if you've ever heard a gun being fired before, you're well aware that it is not quiet. And yeah. that, uh, I, I, in my head, I read that as kill him quickly. And, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that's what they meant and they just mistranslated like, it or damn whatever. It, we just but. wrote it down wrong. So, yeah, they unload automatic weapons on him, chase him, continue unloading automatic weapons, and, uh, then they use 
the space laser. Icarus. Which I'm pretty sure you could see from a couple continents away firing at James Bond. Yeah. I mean, in, in all the scenes where they showed off this actual laser like coming down and you know hitting the Earth, it's a pretty wide fucking beam. So, I mean, that's going to be visible, number one, just from everybody, you know, within a, a pretty wide radius. But, like, literally any, like, satellite, any, like, detection system that's probably, you know, within a, a billion miles. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be pretty obvious. Number one, how the fuck did they even launch that thing? And everyone was just like, oh, yeah, giant space laser. That's that's cool. I'm down. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Whatever. But Governments are like, yeah. Oh, it could fry everything. Oh, yeah, we got one of those. That's fine. Yeah, whatever. It's cool. It's cool. Just fine. Bad um, shit. So, and great thing about the space laser is that it's nice and quiet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, some of the worst CGI there. You know, there's a big wave and he's surfing on it. and We won't go into it, but it's the worst part of the movie. Yeah. It is funny, though, how much they were trying to glorify it in the, the special features. They were like, oh, yeah, like, you know, all the CG for this movie took, like, a year to complete work on. And it's like, really? I mean, granted, you know, early 2000 technology, but. Yeah. You needed more time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it. yeah, again, I, I, I won't ever, like, get on movies about, like, having bad, bad shit. Because, I mean, it is, like, I, I like the fact of, like, you know, you're doing the best you can with what you have. I'm Like, I'm okay with that. Sure. But uh, it is, it's pretty bad. Yeah. So. Well, and you can't just call it good for the sake of, well, I can't call it bad kind of thing. Right. It's, yeah. It's, it's not, just, it's not it good, good CGI no matter what. Yeah. So. Uh, and then he gets back to his car. Big car chase. Pretty sweet car chase. Oh, yeah. Um. You know, utilizing all the weapons in the Aston Martin. Uh, Diamond Face had a Jaguar with pretty much the same amenities as same the Aston hell, Martin. Yeah. yeah. But nice that we actually have, like, a, a car chase that seems like it's, again, not just, like, a basic ass, I'm chasing you and we're making some turns and tire squealing kind of thing. Um, felt a little bit like, you know, like a Mario Kart battle round kind of thing, you know, where it's just we're trying to pop each other's balloons so we can win the round but and a new dynamic yeah like we're on we're out on the ice you know this is new territory a little bit you know yeah. like, you know yeah and you know a couple of scenes of you know they'll spin around drive it in reverse and uh you know the the presentation of it was pretty slick yeah and then the car flips right and then he flips it back over using his ejector, the ejector seat. seat yeah that was pretty slick it's pretty sweet so anyway uh, so he saves Jinx, who got locked in a room, and then the space laser is coming down on the ice palace, and the water's pouring in, and then she drowns for, oh, I don't know, maybe two minutes, and is also freezing, so... But she's fine, because the laser uh, kept the water warm, yeah, so at least the hypothermia wasn't an issue, it was more of the brain damage from being... <laughs> no oxygen. Yeah, drowned underwater for several minutes. But she's just fine because the cure for drowning and hypothermia is James Bond <laughs> dipping you in a, in, a, in a hot spring and giving you a couple puffs of air. 
and uh, just kind of rubbing your tits oddly real quick. Yeah. <laughs> and rubbing your hair a lot. So she's just fine. Yeah. If uh, if you're trying to save somebody, I'd recommend maybe just taking a CPR class and not following the exact steps laid out here. Maybe try to pump some of that water out of her chest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because she, she was underwater for a while. Yeah. So the thought would be at least that she's kind of like, yeah, there's kinda spitting up some water. There's definitely water in those lungs. Yeah. Well, she just goes like, <coughs> what took you so long? Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. Fine. It's like, yeah, James was just fucking around, whatever. <laughs> so um, then we're kind of getting towards the end. Um. You know, they go back to base. They, you know, everybody gets their lashes or whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the typical talking twos from the heads of the intelligence agencies. Right. And, uh, you know, so then they're like, well, I'm sending Bond. And then he's like, well, I'm not. Michael Madsen's in this, by the way. As like the, I guess, uh, Jinx said that she was part of the NSA. Mm-hmm. Seems a little extreme for an NSA agent. But I thought because in NSA, more of the computers and such, I thought. Anyway. Um, anyway, Michael Madsen is just the same fucking guy in every movie. And I I enjoy him in some things, but in this movie, I was like, you are just... You're just Mr. Blonde. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um... So they, you know, so they're sent in, and then they're going to try to snipe Gustav and Frost, I guess, uh, before they get in their plane to escape. Do a god-awful job of setting up the shot. and Yeah, and then things get in their way, then they're on the plane, then they're like, oh, fuck, we got to go. And so it's like, okay, let's go. And then James has these little, like, just like, like little, little, little clippers, little, little pliers, yeah. And he's like, tink. And then we go one pan away and one pan back, and somehow they have the whole fence ripped up. Yeah, <laughs> down the middle. I'm like, okay, sure. That definitely would have taken like twenty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to clip enough links. I'm almost there. <laughs> the plane. Why are you still trying? The plane took off, James. It's it's over. They're gone. I can shoot out the tires. It's in the air, James. The tires. <laughs> So anyhow, uh, a lot of stuff on the on the plane, you know, the uh, North Korean general, the dad, he's ashamed to have a white son now. <laughs> Wasn't quite the shame of having a white son, more of a, why are you my son in a white man's body and also you're kind of a dick? Yeah, but I mean, he knew his son was a dick. Yeah. His son's already always been kind of a dick, right? He had the line of, my son died a long time ago. I'm sure that hurt. That hurt. That's why, uh, and then it hurt when his dad got shot. Yeah. With his, like, chest burster gun. I didn't, I didn't really understand where the actual, like, bullet was. Okay. I'm just confused as to how he shot his dad without also shooting himself. Yeah, like, if you shoot a gun that close, I'm pretty sure it's going through the person. Yeah. Of course, he is wearing his little Iron Man suit. I don't know. I just love that the reveal 
to seeing his dad for the first time bring my father down and then he comes down and then he turns around and he's got the fucking goggles and the whole suit on it's like in like his vr setup and it's like what are you doing that's not i don't know uh anyhow so the plane seems a little ridiculous so the dad dies and then james is like here we go and then he shoots a window and then a bunch of people most of the crew get yeah, sucked just out get sucked out um and then they fight, and then there's a girl fight with Halle Berry's character, Jinx, and um, hot as shit. Miranda Frost, yeah. For whatever reason, Miranda Frost just shows up in like with, just this weird ass like, like a sports bra, essentially sports bra thing. Yeah, yeah. So and then Halle Berry's like, "All right, well, I'll take off my army shirt." Yeah, <laughs> I've I've no complaints against no it. No complaints. But I, it, is, it, it is sense? curious though. Did it make sense? No. No. Am I okay with it? Yeah. yeah. So, anyhow. Um, so, all that happens. Um, and then, before they, before Jinx and Miranda have their little sword fight, you know, she points the plane in the direction of the fucking space laser. Big brain. Yeah. But... It, when the, I don't know, planes look pretty fucking fragile. Yeah, it doesn't take nothing for something to set them off course and get them to fall apart. And it seems like the power of the sun in a focused beam driving through that. Mm-hmm. And do a little more might, than just you know scalding the outside and catching it on fire a little bit. Might take that plane out of the sky. Yeah, just a thought. No. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, and so I, I, we had made comment, I think, on it a little bit before where it's like the, the, the effect of the plane kind of being on fire looked like kind of wonky and all that. Some some scenes of it, it was like kind of cool looking. Yeah. Most of the scenes, it was like a little little wonky looking. But yeah, just... Again, just, bad CGI, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But like, just, just the sheer logic of it. It's like you are driving through a... Or you're not driving, you're flying... You're flying through a sunbeam, and now you're this plane that's just, like, immolated. Like, all the metal on it is going to be superheated, and, like, it's still magically flying perfectly straight. Like, you know, the, the engine's sure, like, falling apart. Everything's on fire. But, like, the, the the performance of this vehicle is unhindered. It's a miracle. It's like a, it's like a Honda, you know? <laughs> it just keeps going. Keeps going. Keeps running. So, yeah, so that's all a good time and all. And uh, the people were getting sucked out of the plane. And then it's a, <laughs> my note was, good thing those girls had those tank tops on for that fight scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so then it's funny because then they're like, okay, we got to escape this plane. And, uh, you know, they have the little motorized ramp that just... You know, exits all the vehicles out of the back because there's a couple cars in there. The yeah. cars just just fly falling. off. No big deal. And uh, I just thought it was really convenient how that that plane exploded like seconds after the helicopter got out. But yet, all the electrical systems in that plane worked long enough for that helicopter. Yeah, to be slid it out was the flawless. Back. There was no hiccup. Everything just just worked exactly as intended. I thought he was gonna scout and push. Yeah. A helicopter, which is hard. Or, you know, you shoot like a chain or something that has like a stopper on it to keep the the things from falling out. You know, something. Some some kind of manual action that would logically make sense for a plane that literally drove through the sun. 
Yeah. <laughs> but no. It's fine. Yeah. Not to mention, the what was their choice of escape vehicle? Helicopter. A helicopter. And what is probably one of the most fragile aircraft? Helicopter. It's also the helicopter. Yeah. It was a trick question. We knew it was going to be a helicopter. Yeah. But, like, as soon as that thing just, like, came out of, of the bay... Like it had it like it should have just spun around, the tail should have broken off, and then they both die just terrible awfully. Yeah. You know. But uh, you know, Jinx says we're going looks like we're going down together. You know, they get in the helicopter and they get you know, somehow the helicopter kicks on at just the right moment. They do not crash land. Yeah. Helicopter's got fucking plot armor. Yeah. And um of course, you know, how we end this movie is just, uh, you know, Bond in a situation with some chick. Oh, yeah, by the way, you know, retags the line. You said something about us going down together. Gotta love those sexual innuendos. <laughs> um, but, of course, we find Bond in a situation at the end where it's just him and a gal and some innuendos going on. Lots of diamonds. Lots of diamonds. Putting them places, putting them on orifices. I'm back, by the way. Sorry about that, man. That was one of the craziest phone calls in my entire life. <laughs> that was insane. Yeah. Really wish I could elaborate. Okay. But if I had to sum up, bad summary for that call, a lot of death threats. That was crazy. We'll leave that there. That was just a crazy fucking phone call, buddy. Okay. So, um,. Yeah, that's kind of where we leave that one. Is uh, you know, just just an ending like any other. Yeah. You know, of these Bond movies. I don't remember which notebook I had the uh, Bond ratings and shit in. So I got a lot of notepads going around right now. Sure. Oh yeah, it's right here. It's this one. It's this one. How convenient. Um, you want to do the whole budget thing, which the budget number is probably not accurate as uh, per usual. Sure. Because what am I going to get a reliable source for this? <laughs> You're lucky we even get sources and don't just make this up. I might have. <laughs> I'm going 350 mil. Uh, yeah, so that's your guess for budget or box office? Budget. Or no, budget? No, what the fuck am I talking about? 180 mil. 180 for budget? Uh-huh. Okay. What was budget the last one? 135 was the budget for World is Not Enough. Dang, 180 kind of fits. Uh, let's go a little bit less, maybe 165. And you said what? 180. It is one forty-two. Oh wow! Uh, guess on the box office. Street fitting. I'm undercut again. Three twenty-five. Four thirty-one. Woo! Big puppy. You know what? We're getting in the modern era. They're starting to make a little bit more money off of these things. That feels right. Yeah. We didn't. Did we do World Is Not Enough without you? Possibly. Was it? I feel like you show up to watch all of them. It's just sometimes you got to leave. Well, the, the, yeah, sometimes. Because sometimes. you get death threats or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what would you give for a rating for Die Another Day? <sighs> Dude, I'm sorry. That was the craziest fucking phone call in my life. I'm sorry. I'm still trying to like. Yeah. Process. Recu- process and recuperate and get all my fucking marbles together. I see. I see. I feel you. Um, it wasn't a bad movie. Uh, you know, I don't, 
I don't necessarily like just love James Bond. I think I've kind of just grown, almost grown out of it a little bit. You know, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, watching all this death and despair. It's kind of like, well, you know, getting close to home. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like this one. What did I rate? Um, I'm I'm over here, right? Or where am I at? You're the H. Okay. All right. You know, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna shoot up shoot up quite a bit here, man. I think I'm gonna yeah. go seven point nine. Ooh, shit. 7.9. Is, is that my highest rated one? I didn't give any 8s, did I? Your highest was 7.8. Okay. On a view to a kill. See, I definitely enjoyed this one more. Because I am on that. 7.9. <laughs> that was the one with Christopher Walken. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> with all, right. all the senseless killing and... Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The bad in and the, the, the mine or whatever. Yeah. What would you rate Die Another Day? I think I'd go 7.5 on this one. I have gone back and forth on this because I was like, I'm going to come in and give it an 8. And then I'm like, fuck. I didn't like the story enough. It's a little choppy and some of the... And Brosnan, man, he's just kind of fucking cheesy, you know? Yeah. He is a little bit of like a two-dimensional character, you know? He doesn't. He doesn't have quite as much depth as... Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sean gets points just because he's the first. Yeah. You know? And then Moore gets points because he's like, he was around the longest. And then Dalton can suck a dick. And then Brosnan, I don't know. I think he can suck a dick. <laughs> you know, I like him. And that was the first Bond I'd ever really known. Sure. Because I played like the Everything or Nothing video game. I don't know, man. But this one, I wasn't, like, in pain to watch this movie multiple times. No, the two like hours spent the here ones. felt a lot better than the two hours we spent on a lot of these by a pretty good margin. Yeah. I'm going to go with a 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah. Which is what I gave the last one as well. All right. Well, look at that. We mm. got through another... Bond movie. I really, yeah, I really like this one, huh? Man, I don't know. Hey, These look, ratings are just, I, I, you know, it's like I feel like I got to go back to that View to a Kill and give it like a four because I do not remember it now. <laughs> I remember, I mean, some Christopher Walk, you know what I mean? But that, well, I bet you were feeling good too because you got to think that was dance into the fire. I don't remember it. That fatal <laughs> kiss is it's all we need. I do remember that part. I do remember that part. Yeah. So you know. It was a feel good. It was a feel good. Yeah, yeah, it was a good. It was a good time. I think it's okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we made it through another one. Uh, next, we'll do Austin Powers Gold Member do, 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 do. to cap off the Brosnan slash Dalton era, and then we'll be able to dive right into the Craig era. So, I'm pretty excited. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, first and foremost, but yeah, excited to be kind of hitting our uh, our more modern takes on the James Bond and and kind of finishing up here. Yeah, I'm excited as well. Next time I'll be completely present. Hopefully, this uh, whole death threat thing gets wrapped up into a bow, nice and nice and soon. But if not, I'll have a banner on screen for <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> nice little fade to like black and gray, and it's like in memoriam. No, yeah, hopefully not. Just give a nice smile for the camera, just in case.
All right. Thank you very much for listening. Oh, Catch fuck. us on the, uh, the Twitter at Consequences One, on the Instagram. Maybe we'll get some videos up there someday. Uh, the YouTube and the emails to Consequences Hotline, Yahoo.com. And uh, yeah. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. Thanks for watching. Or my, listening. Hopefully, not my penultimate episode. <laughs> <laughs>